Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Um, anyway, on to the next game. Rabbitohs v Sharks. Uh, Rabbitohs get beaten by the Sharkies. So it's actually, sorry, it's the Sharks v the Rabbitohs. Um, <clears throat> at Shark Park. What a win for the Sharkies. Uh, Nico Hines getting the job done. The Sharkies, I'll oh, tell you what, like, just it's just really impressive to see how far they've come in such a short time. Like, they are so much better than the team that they were last year. They did this without Dale Finucan, like a key player. Um, for them, uh, you know, even guys like like Royce Hunt has forced his way into the starting side. And he, I know he went off after like 14 minutes or whatever. Um, but like these are these are fringy like guys that were on the fringe or so last year. Craig Fitzgibbon has just been put in such good systems that they're getting the best out of them. Like even guys like Braden Hamlin Ueli, like he's been solid since he's been back. But before he got injured, he was outstanding for them. Um, outside of that, big, big news coming out of Sharks camp. It looks like Will Kennedy will miss, um, what, basically five to six weeks. He's having, he's having surgery on his ankle, and this has been confirmed by the Sharks. Yeah, so it's five to six, surgery on ankles. When did he do that injury? Because I feel he played the whole game. Yeah, did it. It said it says in the article. I remember seeing him limping, and me and my mate were actually talking about, "Oh fuck, he could be in trouble next week." So it did happen in the game, but he did play the whole game. So it would have been it would have been late somewhere. Because like his stats are like he's only had eight runs. Must happen relatively not like not too late because he didn't really have many runs. Anyway, um, shout out to Connor Tracy. I feel like we do that all week every week. But seriously, talk about a Mister Fix It. Jesse Raymond was good. Uh, Talakai, he was an absolute beast. He really, really was. I will say, though, like, the only only bad – not bad thing, but the only issue with Talakai's game is, like, big errors in crucial moments. Yep. You know, obviously the origin situation happened. It was almost like one for one. Coming out of his own end, he's trying to do a, a good thing for his team, take a real tough carry, and he just loses the concentration for a split second. And it's actually what allowed the, the Rabbitohs back in the game. If Talakai holds onto that ball coming out of their end um, – you know, they win it. Now, obviously, I still had Talakai in my team of the week because although it was a crucial error, 
he was just so good for them. So, so good. I, I don't think it erased, you know, everything good he did. Honestly, if you took that error out, he was almost my player of the round. He he made 110 post-contact metres yeah, he was, at centre. He was massive. 231 metres, so 22 runs. He made. He averaged more than 10 metres a run. Um, he averaged more than five post-contact metres a run. Um, so... The fact that the Sharkies got up, it's almost like, okay, he made that error, you can kind of move on. If the Sharkies lost, then obviously I think you could probably be like, wow, that really, really did cost him. Um, but outside of that, I, I think Talakai, the more he plays at centre, the more we're going to see performances like this. Um, Not only Nick, that as well. Sorry, one more thing. Because I, I thought the South forward pack was really dominant in this game. And to combat that, Talakai just did so much work to help out his teammates and he's always just getting on his front. It was, yeah. as a South fan, it was really frustrating to watch, but it was, yeah, I, I thought he was so good. Oh, it's super frustrating because you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, the boys are on here, they got line speed, they're dominating, and then boom, the whole set gets blown open by a good ball runner. What do you think about this game, Guru? Uh, yeah, I, just touching on quickly, you obviously said that, um, well, Kennedy could be out for a couple of weeks. Interesting to see what they do here. Mm. Lockie Miller, he made his debut a couple of weeks ago. It was unbelievable. Cade Dykes, the son of Adam Dykes, old Cronulla Sharks, Parramatta 5'8". 18th man on the weekend. 18th man on the weekend. I went back and had a look at their game, Newtown's game on the weekend. Lockie Miller played fullback in that. He only mm. played 68 minutes. Not sure if there was an injury or something. But interesting enough, two weeks ago for the Jets, Miller was playing 5'8". Cade Dykes was playing fullback. Mm. So as much as Miller's got a run on the board from that game, at the end of the day, he's only played one more first grade game than Cade Dykes mm. realistically. So... It'll be interesting to see which direction they go because seemingly Kay Dykes is the picket. What's surprising because it's like, you know, he killed it in his debut. He was outstanding. Uh, but, yeah, and, and but Dykes has been a very talented player for <coughs> quite some time. Uh, so, it'll, yeah, I'm keen to see... What decision they make. Which direction. Because, like, they, they could have, his, have him as 18th man right now just for experience. Like, just to get around the boys, get used to warming up, get used to the environment. So, yeah, huge call by Fitzgibbon. Um who do you have as coach of the year? Toddy Payton or Fitzgibbon? Todd. Todd. Even though he had a bit more experience heading into this year than Craig, as in like he head coach of the Warriors? Todd. Todd? Yeah. Todd took a team that many would have were predicting for like a wooden spoon mm. to title contenders. That's yeah. unheard of. I'm only saying Todd as well because of the whole defensive thing. I know they've leaked a few points last month, but yep. yeah, the turnaround from the, from the cows. I've got a smoky. I've got a smoky. What about Kevin Walters? Yeah, he's done well. No, I just, I just think what Todd Payton's done has mm. been. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm just in, in most years. I would say Kev wins it because, like, most other years, most other years. But to have two like rookie coaches to do what they did, amazing. Like I, Ivan clearly lose like two games all year, like not even in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, I mean, I also think it's crazy how we pick coach of the year <clears throat> before the season's finished. Mm. I, I really do think it should take finals into. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if the Sharks win a comp at the end of the year. It has to be Craig over Todd, for example. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. It's uh, yeah, I've I've got Toddy as well, but I was just kind of throwing up, you know, a few different names in that. Um, Cracking year for it, mate! Such a good year. It's. I tell you what, if this year's proved anything though, like the coaching depth, it just isn't there. Like yeah. you've got multiple clubs struggling to find anyone like Bulldogs still haven't landed on one Serraldo's the most famous assistant coach of all time <laughs> like seriously whoever the Serraldo's manager is he deserves a pay rise <laughs> he is so the biggest like if he doesn't come out and absolutely kill it people go oh no you know what I mean like the pressure on him is going to be out, like immense um, okay back to the game 
Cam McGuinness, outstanding. Um, who else was good? Toby Rudolph, I thought, was good. 51 tackles in the middle there. Uh, Nico Hines, obviously, the, the match winner, the match sealer. I, fuck, I just love the way Hines plays. When the, the Sharkies are going really well, their attack is just so smooth. Like, it's so exciting to watch. They're, they're almost like... They're not really like the old school Sharkies that much. Like, the old school Sharkies will, like, drag you down to their level and just fucking bash you. Whereas this Sharkies, is, it's a bit silkier, I reckon. I mean, it's still got your mongrels in the pack. There's no, no denying that. But they're a bit sharper. Um, I still believe they're, they're outside backs at full strength. They're arguably the most underrated in the comp. Like, I'd put them up there with easily. Like, I'd put easy put Katoa and Mulatalo up the best. I know Katoa didn't play on the weekend. But when you've got a guy like Connor Tracy coming in, scoring a try run of 179 metres, pretty impressive. Um, outside of that, anyone else in pressure for the Sharkies? Do you see... Are they a real title threat? Like confirmed 100% they can win the comp? Yeah, I, I'm not sure if they can win it, but I think they'll go very close. I've got them and Penrith in the grand final at the moment. Really? Yeah. The Sharkies, turn your poor lights on. I just think on. winning that, win that game the other night, like a huge win, South Sydney quality team, but that's the sort of game that I would have thought with Dale out, they probably lose. Mm. Uh, I, I, I thought that was a, a really good win. I don't, I've just got a good feeling about the Sharks that they're starting to put something together here. Mm. I think Ronaldo Molotalo is going to be the first NRL player to win the AFL mark of the year. Mate, that was <laughs> a fucking take and a half. Holy shit. Molotalo, he always, he's just so deceptive for me. You know what mm. I mean? Because he's not big and thick, but he's strong. And because and he's so tall, you're like, oh, is he that quick? But he is. And then like, have we, have we really seen him get that aerial before? Like, Probably, but I can't remember it. But he that's like a, a Suwali or Israel Folau kind of jump. It was amazing. Um, yeah, Mulatalo, seriously. Good, going to be a real good winger for, for the Kiwis for sure. Really good winger. Just one more there. Kempi on the Sharkies. Bloke uh, we gave a wrap to last week. Vindicated us entirely. Andrew Fafida. Oh. I thought he won that game for the Sharks before Nico Hines did. Mm. Good he, point. Set up, he set up a try for Cam McInnes, which eventually was a no try, but with mm. a really good offload. He then scored the try. I think it might have been the Sharkies' last try of the game. <clears throat> he then put immense pressure on the trails. I think probably best shot at a, mm. at a match winner in extra time. He, I think he was at marker and just flew at him and did enough to deter him. I thought for feeder in 20 minutes, like he's had impact this season. His impact in that 20 minutes was honestly match winning. Yeah. It was fantastic. He, you, you're totally right. And I think one of the uh, either coaches or admin came out and said he's like the heart and soul of the club. Mm. And I, like his journey, just the maturity that he's shown over the last couple of years is just amazing. And, and you're right, like his impact, it, his try reminded me of his grand final try. It really did. Like we're looking vintage for feeder. And look, his body's banged up. You can tell it's banged up, but he still turns up every week, does what he can to get the job done. And um, like, that try as well, like he beat Cam McKin. Uh, Cam Murray. Murray. Yeah, I know. How I good know. was the celebration too? From <laughs> yeah. And you could what? tell how happy they all were for yep. him as well. Like yep. he's playing a special role in that team, I yep. think. It's um yeah he it's going to be really interesting because isn't he off contract is it this year or next year so you know he'd be on a massive wicket I'd I'd assume mm. it's it's going to be interesting to see like how do they keep him because he's not going to be yeah he's off contract now so he can so yeah hasn't re-signed for anyone next year no that's interesting wonder what he'll do do you think he'll retire not the way he's playing now. Yeah, he's I think, I think he'd get a one-year extension with the Sharkies and like see it out there. Two, three hundred K or something? How, how oh, old ma- is he? Max, like, oh, 200 K maybe. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't give him 300 K for 20 yeah. minutes off the bench. But it's the way he's playing this yeah. year. Why he's got footy left in here. 33 years old. Wow. 33. Just uh, turned turn 33. So we'll go into the next season as 33. 
Okay. Yeah. But I mean, pl- playing the role he's playing where he just has 20 minutes of impact. Oh, I just think he's so valuable Monday to Friday having mm. this time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so massive win for the Sharkies. Real, really exciting times for them. Um, now, on to the Rabbitohs. We'll talk quickly about the call. It's not going to be talked about because it was only three minutes, but in my humble opinion, that send-off was absolutely outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. And it was a clear case of getting caught up in the emotion of the moment. It was a clear case of getting that tension getting to you instead of just taking a step back. And we're all guilty of it. But um, I thought that was really poor. And I think that I think that they're really lucky that it was only the last three minutes. Because if that had been 50th minute, it would have been probably one of the worst calls I've seen in a very long I mean, I say that last week, the Tigers. <laughs> but I just saw that. I, I thought finish. that call. Hey? Podium finish for worst Podium calls, finish yeah. for worst call in the last two seconds. Um, you could also argue, and this adds to your point even more, if it was in the 50th minute, you probably would have sent him for 10. Definitely. He wouldn't have been sent off the field yeah. if that was 50th minute. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. That exactly. If, if it's not in the 50th minute, he shouldn't send him. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's, a, it's a nothing thing, but I just thought it was a case of, like, at least wait for the replays. Like, and you'll oh. see, like, okay, yeah, it slipped up off his shoulder and hit his head, but he's all right. He's up and, fuck, send him 10 in the bin is, is fair enough for it, that. It looked a lot worse than it was, yeah. and Burgess is only copping a week for it. And yeah, fair it's enough. good, which is crazy. You've got a week for something to get sent off. Back in the day, you'd literally kill a bloke, yeah. and they'd be like, oh, 10 in the bin. Not, <laughs> not, also, add that, it was the 88th minute, Tom Burgess had just, like, been the best player for South probably the whole game, definitely in the golden point period. So he was fatigued as hell. Like, yeah. all those things come into it. <laughs> Wasn't I wanna, it um, like sorry. such a bizarre three minutes for Tom Burgess, extra time, he makes a line break. Mm. Then he makes a head-high tackle on halfway on the tram yeah. line on a winger mm. and yeah. gets... Yeah. Yeah, sent. Sent. unbelievable. Like yeah. if they pot the field goal after that run out of nowhere, he's an absolute <sighs> hero. Instead, he got to get sent off thirty seconds later. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out, a massive shout out to Tavita Totola. He has been such a leader. Matty just fucking blew in his pants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, he has matured into such a leader, and I think. A lot of well, some Rabbitohs fans would be like, "Why is Tom Burgess not starting?" Or even Daniel uh, Saluka Fafita. But Tavita Totola has just matured so much in, over this season, and he's just been going about his work really quietly. hasn't been getting the plaudits for it. But he had a try. He had twenty-two runs. This is in forty-six minutes. Forty-six minutes. A try. Twenty-two runs. One hundred and seventy-two meters. Seventy post contact. Five tackle breaks. A line break. Two offloads. Thirty tackles. Zero misses. Like. He, he is the reason you're in the game. Without Tavita Totola, you're not even... I, I, like, the, the Sharks probably win by at least 12 points. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. He deserves a massive rap for, how, rap for how much he's improved this season. And he's really, like, grown into that leadership role. I felt like the Rabbitohs pack was a bit light a couple of years ago. I was a bit like, mm, I don't think they can mix it with the best of them. They just not don't have the, the size. Totola has come in ever since then. Like, he's a big boy, obviously, but just matured, like... Week in, week out, he's one of their most solid players, uh, at least over the last month, at least over the last month. Um, I thought Keon was really, really good again, as usual. Um, Cam Murray got through a mountain of work. Uh, really interesting. So Latrell Mitchell got moved to centre. Was that because they lost Tass and they didn't have a centre to place there? I think it might have been Cartwright. Anyway, yeah, we lost a centre. Cartwright. Yeah, I think oh, it was Cartwright. So, so it was Cartwright. Yeah, Cartwright. Yeah. Now, 
I don't know if I agreed with this call. You move your number one attacking weapon, like arguably one of the best attacking weapons in the competition to centre, to put Cody Nikarima, when Cody Nikarima has spent an entire career defending at three. So if he can defend at three, surely he can yeah. get the job done at two defender, which is the centre defender. I thought this was bizarre to me. Why move Latrell there? You're, you, he is the heartbeat of your attack. Without him, you know, he's just sitting on the edge there, you know, just catching a cold. Um, now, I understand that, like, maybe he didn't want to put Nicarima in, in the centre position, but I think Latrell offers way more at fullback than he does at centre uh, for the Rabbitohs specifically. Uh, Guru, what do you think about the Rabbitohs this game? Uh, yeah, I thought the Latrell one was a bizarre little move. Um, who would have thought that losing Jed Cartwright would have such a domino effect? <laughs> um, yeah, I thought South. I, I love the way that Latrell got into that golden point and just game was on the line. He just wanted the ball mm. constantly. Yep. Um, you know, and you know, I, I, I saw F Fox League post a video of him <laughs> missing oh. the three, like shit form. But like, I feel like people were bagging him for for missing the kicks. Like, it's not like he didn't hit them well. Yeah, he struck them all. Yeah, you just don't get them all. How many games has he fucking won over his yeah. career? It's like, come on. He had one night where he was literally two metres off. Those, those, we have seen people miss how many convert, uh, drop goals like over the years. Like people miss them. They're not easy. They're tough. Fucking hard to get. They're, yeah. they're tough. Like it's, it's not an easy feat. One game where he didn't miss them by a mile. I think it was like one that might have shanked. Outside of that, like it was relatively close. And also, weren't two of them from like 45 metres away? Yep. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Bit, bit strange, bit strange. Um, but, yeah, so I, I thought the Rabbitohs, although they lost the game, I thought they played some pretty good footy. Um, what do you reckon about the game, Timmy? Yeah, few stood out for me. The Luttrell thing was pretty perplexing. Was he – so Carrot went off 30th minute, 31st minute. Was Luttrell there for the – was it 50 minutes at centre? He was there for a while. We sort I, of came in and out a little bit, but predominantly at centre. Oh, I think okay. for the back, like the last 25 minutes or so, I feel like yeah. he was at centre for most of it. Yeah. yeah. Which was, that was when the game was on the line. Like he had, he had six runs mm. for 62 metres in this game. And even with playing, spending a bit of time at centre, it, it is very Latrell where. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He doesn't come in and out of games, but you just you need to be getting him as much ball as you can, particularly yeah. in the condition he's in. He looks unbelievable. Mm, yeah. um, it's the other one I want to shout out because I heard a little fun fact over the weekend on Alex Johnston, yeah. who said we got into the top 10 try scorers of all time oh. at, I think, 27 years old. Um, you boys might have heard it, but he was the Ducks at Endeavour Sports High School. Yeah. Um, 92 ATAR, so, which I was like, that's awesome to hear in a rugby league yeah. player. Yeah. Yeah. Switched, yeah. switched on player there somewhere. But uh, one of the, yeah, the big, obviously, sport high schools and rugby league schools, Chloe Boy. And I'm, yeah. I could be wrong, but I thought there was a time there where they thought he might be a better cricketer than a rugby league player. I used to first him in cricket. I yeah, remember one he day. He was a good bowler, wasn't he? Nah, in our comp one day, I think he got a double hundred in about 36 overs. Shit, like he just, right. he just murdered him. 
Yeah, wow. he was a gun cricketer. He was never going to be like a test cricketer, but he yeah. was always very talented. Very talented. Well, them freaks he was probably never going to be the highest try scorer of all time. Ever. <laughs> yeah, true. That's a good point. Um, and wasn't he in an ad with Greg Inglis or something? When he yeah, was they, he was GI. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, morphed yeah. him into him. Crazy. That's crazy. Far <laughs> out. Um, yeah, look, Rabbitohs fans, you lost, obviously, but I don't think it's anything to worry about at all. Like, you're, you're playing a team that's coming third, that's red hot. You took it all the way to the death. If Latrell does nail that, you win it. Um, it's away from home. You're still building your combinations. Uh, I was impressed by the uh, Rabbitohs. I really was. And I thought their forward pack really turned up and gave it to them. And I, I really struggle to see how they're, they're going to fall out of the eight. Unless there's a serious injury somewhere, I think that they, um, yeah, I think they stay in the eight for sure. You don't want to play them in the finals. No way. Not a Cody Walker and a Latrell Mitchell. Like, when we talk about magic in their hands, those two players in the whole comp probably have the most magic in their hands. Yeah. Like, seriously, the things that they can do are just a piss take. Like, Cody Walker last year in nearly any other year is winning the M. He was unbelievable. Um, although Lockie Ellis was a little bit quiet this game, I thought I still think... Um, I still think he's growing quite well. I think he's, you know, what's really interesting is he's almost in the same boat as like a Toby Sexton. And yet look how progressed he has become. Now, granted, he's in a better squad. Um, but look, I think Rabideau's fans should be pretty happy with Lockie Ellis's progression this year. Like I really think he withstood the tough times earlier in the year. Um, and they've come out the other end. Like right now, Rabideau's are sitting on 24 points. They genuinely could still make the top four. Like, they, all they need to do, let's say they go on a run and win four of their last five. Now, I know they've got a crazy run home. I'm pretty sure they've got a crazy run home. Um, I, I put it this way if we were to mark Rabbitoh's year right now, I would say successful year. Can, with everything they lost, I would say it was a successful year. Yeah, I, I, sort of, I, I sort of thought they'd be sixth, seventh around mm. that mark at the start of the season, but I think they're, they're a better sixth or seventh than what I thought they'd be. Because the, the comps got harder. Yeah. Like, I was comparing it to last year where, yeah, they may be six or seven, but this top eight, it's a fucking t- tough top well, seventh eight. Seventh last year, oh. bang average. Yeah. I was going to say, like, after the game, as a South fan, like, I wasn't, I wasn't even upset that we lost because all I saw was a, a four-pack that dominated. We pretty much dominated all the stats. It was just our halves had a couple of quiet games, and that, that can change in an instant. So For sure. I think, and also, yeah. like, you didn't have your fullback at fullback. Like, yeah. If, if, if we all know that Cody Walker just works so well with the troll, so I just don't get that breaking that combination up for anything. Like, I'd almost I'd put, I'd put a back rower in there before I put a... It wasn't like there was numerous injuries that forced it. It was one injury to a centre. doesn't make sense. It just... I, I under, Demetrio seems to be a big fan of Cody Nicarima, which is, like, fair enough, like, you know, but you need Latrell at fullback. Now, maybe Latrell was struggling with injury. We don't know. And if that was, apologies. But just from the outside looking in, you keep... Honestly, there's almost nothing that would make me move Latrell from fullback. Literally, almost nothing. Well, what would you have done then? Would you have played Nikarima there? Do you probably move? just Nikarima at the centres? Just chuck or him out there. Just chuck a wide running forward out there and put a, mm. a bigger body in the wide running forward position. Mm. Um, you know, for, well, let's look at their bench. Let's look at their bench. They had. Well, my, my suggestion was going to be, we've obviously seen whenever Cam Murray gets shifted out there, he always does a cracking job. I yeah. don't know if you want to lose him from the middle, though. But, like, he can still do that same job in attack. Mm. Yeah, fair. You know what I mean? So you just push put Gyro in the centres, push Murray to a... Um, you know what I mean? There's there's things that you could do. Like, yeah. I just... It was just surprising, really, yeah. really surprising. You've got uh, Mo- Moale. Uh, he, he's a... 
No, you got uh, Havili that you could put at thirteen. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And I mean, you, you would have to assume that if Latrell, well, if Latrell was carrying an injury or something like that, get him off. Get him off. But then he also came to extra time and he wanted the ball in his yeah. hands every three seconds. So, well, so really interesting. Really interesting. I mean, it's easy for us in hindsight, yep. or whatever. But I, I personally believe that, like, if you don't believe Latrell is crucial, like, without Latrell, they are not going anywhere near the you know finals footy or not finals footy, but they're not going anywhere near making a challenge. It has to be at fullback. Like he is literally the key to anything that they want to succeed. But again, I thought it was an impressive um, performance. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.